Hello and welcome to episode 71 of Employment Law Matters. I'm Barrister Daniel Barnett from Outer Temple Chambers and today I'm doing something slightly unusual. Every month I record an audio seminar for members of the HR Inner Circle, which is a membership club I run for smart, ambitious HR professionals, although we do let some lawyers in if they promise to behave. And this month's audio seminar, November 2020, is on monitoring employees' activities. It's a long talk. It's about 45 minutes in total. And I cover a huge variety of topics, including different kinds of monitoring, a broad brush look at the legal issues, the basics of data protection, when monitoring is lawful, special category data, the limits to monitoring, the rights of individuals, the risks and the potential claims and penalties employers might face, and draw together various conclusions. For this week's episode of Employment Law Matters, I am letting you hear part five of that audio seminar, the entirety of which is exclusively available to members of the HR Inner Circle. And part five is on when monitoring is lawful. Now, bear in mind that people listening to the actual seminar will have heard parts one, two, three, and four, and there'll have been a lot of factual background. The only bit you need to know for part five is that I talk about a employee, a hypothetical employee called Rita, and Rita is a delivery driver who drives a van and is being monitored by her employer. If you're interested in finding out more about the HR Inner Circle, do have a look, www.hrinnercircle.co.uk. And here is part five of this month's audio seminar, which is on monitoring employees' activities, part five being on when monitoring is lawful. Welcome to Employment Law Matters with Barrister Daniel Barnett. Part five. Is your monitoring lawful? This is obviously the most important question. You want to monitor staff in some way. Can you legally do it? This question links to the first data protection principle, which deals with lawfulness, fairness and transparency. What is your purpose? Does it fit within the legal basis for processing? So first, you have to identify your reason for wanting to carry out the monitoring, assuming it will be collecting personal data as it's overwhelmingly likely to be. Is your reason lawful? Let's say you want to make sure that Rita and her co-workers, who are delivery drivers, are driving your work vehicles safely and legally, that they're not deviating from their schedules, and that they're not smoking in the vehicles. These all sound like valid, lawful reasons for remotely monitoring their driving data. However, you've got to make sure that these reasons fall within one of the six available lawful bases. It's likely they fall within three of the six. The first is that the processing is necessary to make sure you're complying with the law. That relates to your vehicles being driven legally, so the speed limit isn't exceeded and checking they're roadworthy. The second is that the processing is necessary to enable you to check that Rita complies with her contract of employment, that is to check she's carrying out the work she's paid to do and doesn't break the rules. And the third break basis is that the processing is necessary for your legitimate interests. This would be that you need to collect the data to make sure that delivery schedules are efficient, for example. There could theoretically be a fourth legitimate basis that Rita's given her consent 
to the monitoring of the driving. She may have done this in her contract or in a data protection policy she signed, but it's best not to rely on consent because there's a risk that the processing in question isn't caught fully by the wording of the consent. For it to be valid, for the consent to be valid, Rita has to have been given a real choice and control, and it must have been stated very clearly and specifically what Rita was consenting to. You can't normally swap from consent to a different basis of processing, so rely on the other three lawful bases if you can. Now, impact assessments. You may have noticed I was talking about the processing being necessary. If the purpose for which you want to monitor staff can be achieved through other means that don't involve processing their personal data, then the monitoring isn't going to be lawful. The way to decide this is to carry out an impact assessment in writing, which will help you decide whether to carry out monitoring and if so, how to do it. You use an impact assessment to judge whether the arrangement you're proposing is a proportionate response to the problem it seeks to address. So identify the purpose for the monitoring arrangement and the benefits it's likely to deliver. Then identify any adverse impact of the arrangement. Then consider alternatives to monitoring or less impactful ways it could be carried out, bearing in mind what your obligations would be if you do the monitoring. And finally, conclude whether monitoring is necessary for the purpose you identified at the start. In assessing the adverse impact, that's the second limb, you've got to think about whether there is any intrusion into the private life of Rita or other people. Would she be able to take steps to limit that intrusion? Who will see the data you collect? Will it be staff who don't have a business need to process the data? Will the monitoring be oppressive or demeaning to Rita? For example, let's say you allow Rita to use the delivery van for limited private purposes. If you propose to install an in-cab camera, would that impact on the privacy of her family if she takes her children to school every morning? What purpose would the in-cab camera serve? To make sure she's concentrating on the road? that she's not stealing, that she doesn't smoke or pick up passengers. The use of the camera could be justified if she could switch it off when she's using the vehicle for her private use. But a significant intrusion into her family's private life won't be justified unless your business is at real risk of serious damage without that intrusion. Could alternatives be used to an in-cab camera? If you're only concerned with safe driving, perhaps intelligent driving monitoring could be used instead, such as software that detects excess speeds and sudden braking, or a lane deviation detection system, or a tired driver monitor. Once you've carried out the impact assessment and identified your basis for monitoring, and identified the least intrusive necessary arrangements, you need to tell Rita and her colleagues, about the collection and use of their personal data. This is what's known as privacy information. You have to tell them the purpose of the collection and use of their data, how long it will be kept, and who it's to be shared with. You have to use clear and plain language when you give Rita this information. I'll explain in more detail shortly what information you have to give employees when I talk about the rights of individuals. You have to keep the processing of the data under review and update your impact assessment and the privacy information to give to Rita if anything changes. This is what, or rather this is to prevent what the Information Commissioner's Office inelegantly calls 
function creep. For example, if you identify a new purpose for monitoring or adopt a new technique or collect a different type of data, you have to carry out a fresh impact assessment and tell Rita of the new circumstances once you've established the permissible parameters of the new monitoring. And the reason behind this is to make sure that personal data isn't misused or used for purposes that the employee doesn't know about, and to make sure they can trust your organisation with their personal data. It also makes sure that data controllers comply with their duty of transparency, fairness and lawfulness. If the new purpose for collecting data about RITA is compatible with your original purpose, your continued processing will be lawful and you don't have to identify a new lawful basis. So if you collect GPS data to keep track of Rita delivering items along her assigned delivery route, so customers can be told about likely delivery times, and then you decide to use that same data for optimizing the sequential order in which deliveries along the route are made to optimize the customer experience, the new purpose is probably compatible with the original purpose. But if you use the data to allow a company spy to follow Rita at various points along the route, that purpose wouldn't be compatible. And that's because Rita wouldn't be likely to guess or have deemed consented to the secondary purpose of the data being collected. The HR Inner Circle, Britain's leading club for smart, ambitious, standalone HR professionals. Well, I hope you found that interesting. Personally, I'm not a big fan of data protection laws. In theory, of course, they're very important. They're there to be followed. But I just find them a little bit dull to talk about. And they are hugely onerous for employers who follow them to the letter. Many employers, of course, take a commercial and pragmatic view about the extent to which they are to be followed. Because it's pretty much impossible to adhere to the letter, to every letter of data protection law and still have time to run a business. If you're interested in learning more about the HR Inner Circle, please do have a look. www.hrinnercircle.co.uk. We'd love to have you as a member. You get all sorts of fabulous benefits as well as the monthly audio seminar. There's a thriving online community where you can get help with pretty much anything you want. You get a monthly magazine. We have regular Q&As with either me or a leading employment law barrister answering your questions during live Zoom calls. And it is a great space to be. www.hrinnercircle.co.uk Please do either subscribe to this podcast or leave a review on the Apple Podcast Store if you enjoy it. It's only by people subscribing or leaving reviews that this podcast rises up the charts. And it's rising up the charts that encourages me to record more because I'm quite competitive. Thank you again. Have a great day. I'm Daniel Barnett from Outer Temple Chambers. Bye-bye. Any information on this podcast is for general guidance only. Always seek legal advice. Please see full terms at www.danielbarnett.co.uk forward slash podcast terms.